This is a HeadGum Podcast. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We watch Miracles from Heaven and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Hey. I'm just chilling. Bazinga. Hey, okay, hey. bitch. Watch this. Bazinga. Bazinga. I love bread. Is that Oprah? It's an old one. It is Oprah. <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun, the first Good Christian Fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. I'm getting choked up just thinking about all the memories of the past year. <laughs> but it's the first Good Christian Fun of 2019. I'm Kevin. I am Caroline. And we're here to have good Christian fun. Caroline, what is good Christian fun? Um, This is a podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture that uh, you and I both grew up in mm-hmm. as a stalwart young Christian women and men mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, are familiar with. And uh, so we talk about it on this show and talk about our experience and get to hear from uh, our lovely guests that come on and share a little bit of their piece. Carmen, Newsboys. Amy. Christmas with a capital C. Sandy. Pure Flakes. Bible Man. Bob. Tomato. Salty. Veggies. Yeah, all those guys. All this a part of our world. Yeah, but Like a we, shitty uh, remake of Little Mermaid. <laughs> like an, a horrible upside down of good entertainment. That's right. Um, yeah, but we are, uh, we're both part of the faith, but we're not here to proselytize or make anyone go to church. We don't want to make you go to church. I don't, I don't even want to go to church. <laughs> I don't want to make you go to church, Caroline. I don't uh, want to make myself go to church. <laughs> but, uh, but if you are a uh, church goer, we won't uh, shame you either. We will shame you, though, if you believe bad stuff. Though. Yeah, if you go to, like, a racist church, <laughs> yeah. shame on you. <laughs> shame, hard shame. Oh, boy. It's 2019. How do you feel so far in the new year? You feeling good about it? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> if I'm projecting my future self. What, yeah, I think so. You know, we're doing the movie Miracles from Heaven. What miracles do you want to see accomplished in 2019? Um, I just want to see you, I don't know, go on a date or something. That would be a miracle? I'm kidding. Oh, That'd interesting. Uh, um, but the topic for today is Miracles from Heaven, mm-hmm. but a 2016 movie starring Jennifer Garner about a child with some sort of illness that encounters something. There's a tree. And a miracle. And a miracle. Maybe going to heaven, maybe coming back and talking about the experience. And Queen Latifah. And Queen Latifah. But we're going to need a very special guest to help us talk about it. That's right. Have you listened to this show? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you may... <laughs> she is an actress, a writer, and comedian. You may know her from her team, Wild Horses. Ladies and gentlemen, give it the hell up for Aaron. Okay, I feel less bad after hearing that intro because Good. I don't think you said anything about your levels of Christianity anywhere in there. <laughs> Not a, even a little bit. I don't really? Know. I don't know how level up you are. I feel like there saying we levels. don't want to make you go to church is a level. It's like, but right? that's one level. That's 
<laughs> that's a You're huge saying that's area. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, do you guys pray at night? Like, do you go to church every Sunday? Like, so- uh, occasionally, but not often. And Are you still having doubts? Yes. I would say occasional oh to both of those. Jesus. Are you wait? Is Are that we like not a, to talk about things that I know about? Personal? We can talk about things. Sure. You should. I also, if like you it. want a miracle about Kevin going on a date, that's how we became friends. I that know. is how we became friends. I didn't yes. know I was on a date with Kevin because I thought. Oh, I, wait! When you guys went out, you oh didn't boy. know you were on a date. Well, why? Here, here's maybe. Here's I thought he was just. We, I won't say it, but I thought I was just on. I I thought I was meeting up with the host of a podcast, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I thought we got along really well. So we'll be we'll be friends. Let's back then. it up. Yeah, you yeah, are yeah. you are on Gilmore, okay. guys. Okay. You're very fun and very funny on that I show. I know. Uh-huh. One of our favorite episodes. Well, I know. <laughs> Good grief! You had to cut out so many awful things I said. You did say some awful stuff I had to cut out. Yeah. I remember that. Now. I still remember what awful. I said. You have a great memory. Because you told me what I said, and when people repeat my jokes to me, I remember them forever. Was it was it was <laughs> yeah. it a me too kind of joke? Yeah. It was. It was pre-me too. Yeah. It was a pre-me too. So you were ahead of your time. It's really Well, women have issue. known about me too. We just didn't call it that. Ah, I see. And then and then yeah, Sounds we like I we went too. out to coffee. And you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we went out yeah, we met was for it, coffee. Was it like pro proposition is like oh let's hang out again this was weird. yeah i'd like to see you it okay. was yeah we were texting after i i sent the courtesy text i sent literally every guest hey you were really funny it was a great time on the show blah, 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 oh, i didn't blah. know you sent that but then we kept texting yeah yeah and then but we got along very well when you we asked did. for coffee were you purposely keeping it uh gray no no, he was. He thought he'd been black and white. <laughs> this was the funniest thing. Like, I can't. I can't tell you how funny this reveal was to me when, when you were like in the middle of Studio City, California, in Studio City on Tahunga Boulevard. What coffee shop? What a dog's aroma. aroma on mm, Tahunga. Nice. <laughs> and you were like, I can't remember how it came up. Maybe even dating came up, and you were like, Well, this is a date. And I was like, Do you want me to say what I said, or is it? <laughs> yeah, you can say it. I go. But you're gay because I was like, That's right. and I didn't even mean it like in the way that someone I've, cause I've had people be shitty and be like, you're gay. You're gay. And I wasn't yeah. doing that. I'll tell you who it was too. I can't stand her. Um, but <laughs> Wait, someone that said that to you, you're yes, gay. And you don't know it. Yes. And it, it was, she was coming on to me. She was like, I'm in an open marriage. You're gay. You just don't know it. I was like, you're the I think assuming identity is always tricky. Right. Well, but I'm saying I accidentally did it to you, but I was so certain that that's why I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> this can't be a date. I was like, you're 12 and you're gay. I'm, yeah, I'm a 12 year old I'm gay old boy. man. Mm-hmm. And a woman. What oh, are man. we doing? Like, I was shocked. <laughs> a man in the mirror is hard to look at. And sometimes. I remember that's <laughs> there was a fr- I remember there was a friend of mine that I knew from church years ago. That also shot, and he was like, we just saw each other in passing. He just happened to be there. And you said, he's gay too. Did I? Yes. Well, that I, seems like I was just leaning in. I felt, I feel like maybe I was, I was going hard yeah, at that point. And then point. you just started pointing at everybody. Everybody. I was gay, like, she's gay. gay he's gay. gay. We're gay. We're all gay. It oh took about uh, three dates or three miracles, as I call it, to convince like, no. Wait, how did I you recover at that moment? My... You, you said no. And then you said, are you sure? Or you were like, oh, my mistake. <laughs> For weeks, I was like, yeah. I just, I feel right. like you're not yeah. looking at something. <laughs> oh, man. You really challenged me to think deeper 
about that stuff. And I remember you really bumped and up about the Christianity stuff. And how is that all going? Stu- what are, where the are we on The sexual identity yeah. stuff. <laughs> oh, I still feel pretty secure identifying as straight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, until, what was it? Yeah, what 7, are we? 7.28 p.m. PST? tonight. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, but, but that's a, that's like a thing you hear every once in a while. And I can, I I can imagine it would be like, oh, not hurtful in that like, oh, it's hurtful that someone would think I'm gay. Like, that's not a bad thing, but just more of like, no, I know what I know. Well, you know? We, we've lived through a time and culture where it went from when I was a kid. That this was is like, a tweet. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> we were just talking about this. <laughs> we've lived, but that's true. Yeah, no, no. It's keep going. Salient. Finish your thought. Finish I think we should always plagiarize our own Twitters that's for right. podcasts. That's Better than each are. other's Twitters. Yeah. Uh, we've lived through a time and culture where it went from being a slur to being a compliment, kind of, right? Where it's like, uh, depending on who you are, obviously, in the context, but generally, it's more of like, oh, I assume you're gay because it's not because I thought you were weak and I thought you were blind. It's usually like, because you were neat or you had a certain manner oh, I or see an interesting. What you mean. Yes. Like, I feel like it's more associated with positive. Nothing negative made me feel you were gay. Right. It was just this, I truly was like, yeah, yeah, would yeah, your yeah. family be okay if you said you <laughs> oh, were? Oh, I know. You kept playing all the scenarios like, are you just afraid? Well, is it, because is the it Chris, like a this is where the Christian thing, thing wow. came yes. into play because I was like, I feel like maybe it's been stopped. I really was being very rude. I mean, it was very rude on my part to continue to be like, but you were yes. self-aware about it. You said, I know this is rude, but like you were. Well, then I got away with it, didn't I? When, <laughs> when you just kind of. say, I yeah, if you rude. say like, I know I'm being an asshole, but you can say However, anything you want. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's like, it's not something you want to like force speculation on, but I, I understand a little piece of it too, of being like, but you know, you do come from this culture where like, it isn't super easy to come out all the time. And like no. in Christianity, there's a lot of people that just don't for safety reasons or family reasons yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, but it but is, it, yeah. it's always, and you know, we've gotten flack on this show, even like jokingly like, oh, I think this person might be a closet case. I think this person, cause it's just like, especially when you don't know them, it's different. Cause like you've gotten flack for saying that about people or? for like openly speculating yeah in past right. episodes like maybe cool. this person maybe yeah. they aren't but yeah it really is an interesting like because it's such in wait one... how'd the rest of the day go <laughs> well, I, well it... you had several more <laughs> we did we hung out a bunch we renewed for two more i was so certain i could make him admit it i was like i this yeah, you were trying to so convert you were interested. me. I was trying to convert. I was number, number one trying you to convert. I wanted tactics. to make you gay and atheist. I tried <laughs> right. so hard. Like on both counts, I was like, oh, get him. I don't think so. But it didn't work. Anyway, not such a miracle, Caroline. <laughs> no, I know miracle. it's not. I shouldn't tease you. You do very well. <laughs> I do very well. Now that makes me. Not very well. Thank but you. you. do well. I do medium to You poor. see the people you want to see. I think that's. Okay. I think that's like a good success Maybe. Like For a, a bear who thinks he's a cat, you are really the cat's pajamas. Hey. You got some honey. What a nice tie on top. You know, I'm really trying to pick an edit point at which I'll, <laughs> I'll like cut out all the stuff we're saying well, about. I feel like you'll have to, we should just start the whole thing over. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. What a genuine moment to start on. I think it's nice. So, but you two talked about like religion with each other. Yes. I remember when I told you about starting this podcast, you were like, happy about I was like so you proud of you because I thought you were I thought you were gonna talk <laughs> about all your past and then talk about how you were leaving it <laughs> I think why I don't do you, know if you're wrong though. why do you root so hard for us uh like leaving it 
I don't have any stake in you because I don't know you. Oh, sure. Whatever you believe and want or feel is right for you. I think because I got to know Kevin and I was like, I don't, I feel like this is a bad fit. You were in a big, like, I don't know if this is what I believe. Sure. Cut anything out you want. I know. Okay. No, I wouldn't cut any of this. But, and I, and and then when you said you were in therapy talking about it, I was like, that's cool. And you're like, yeah, he's Christian. And I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> that felt so wrong to me. I just felt like you were being like, you were like starting to think outside of what, in the way you've been raised uh-huh. and you were sort of being encroached upon by like, like they were like, okay, you mean therapy, but he's a Christian therapist. Like, like whatever box he could have broken out of, there was still like another box of Christians yeah. guarding it. So he wouldn't have like, you didn't yeah. feel like I was surrounding myself with enough pluralism of thought then. Like there wasn't enough people being like, I think this is some bullshit or I think this is good. Like you thought it was just kind of all the same flavor. Well, I'm just surprised you didn't just go to a normal therapist. I just went to him. Because, well, first of all, I went to him because the church I was going to at the time was paying for him. A little bit. Okay. Yes. Do you see how fucked up that is? No. Do you see how fucked it up is that you're you're doubting your faith, so the church pays for a specific therapist? But that wasn't why he was going. That was not. Uh, that was not the reason. And his I goal. No, man. It's been five years. His goal is not to realign people people with their faith. It's a totally different thing. Anyway, I don't need to defend I mean, my therapist. That's what they say I don't want game. But see, this is a tough game where it's like I'm straight. <laughs> I, no, know, I know. I know. It's my the therapist worst. is good. I know. What a doubting Thomas. A Speaking doubting of doubt, Thomas. <laughs> well, just doubting like the veracity of what I'm saying, right? Why is that? I'm just wondering. It's not even like phonetic. Why is it doubting Thomas? Oh, like, doubting Thomas is a doubting Doug. Or, it's a like Bible story. It's, yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> I feel like that's Should've a common known. aphorism, right? <laughs> no, I've never. Yes, heard it that. is. Doubting Thomas. <laughs> Negative is <real>. Nancy. <laughs> Chatty Kathy says the girl who when we said do you like Taylor Swift you said which one is that <laughs> so I'm not gonna trust you knowing or not knowing <laughs> Daddy Thomas it's true it's oh man true. well I'll Aaron I'll show you as someone that knows Kim pretty well too like if there's something he doesn't want to believe he won't so well, all right I don't think he's brainwashable if I don't want to believe Caroline truly loves me good I'm glad that you <laughs> are he, a straight Christian much as I try to life. Con- convince him <laughs> but we're still friends you're here so it's okay I'm yeah. not I'm not against people feeling different you set yourself up when i met you in a very different way than you're claiming which now. is what wait you think i'm changing it a little no i just feel like it's i didn't go in going i'm gonna change this person because i don't like the things that they're saying i entered a situation and was like whoa everything i'm sensing and i have very good instincts is like yeah. And being told it's slightly off. And then like you're saying you're having doubts, but then the story keeps being like, like, but I'm seeing a Christian therapist. Like, and now I'm starting a Christian podcast. I think it's insane. What's happening? Because, yeah, you just think I'm not like. I don't know what I, I'm not. I'm not even going to make a statement that you are denying anything or that or whatever. I just something is. You just I, want me to charge full speed one way or the other. It sounds like. Right. I don't think I have a want here. I think what I'm saying is I am sensing Something and then something else is being told to me and I'm confused. Well, that would be a frustrating experience. No. I feel like I'm communicating. No, I something. think you were wanting me to have like a want or a frustration when I'm just going, I'm looking in a painting and here are the colors. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the colors are splotchy grays and diarrhea browns. <laughs> oh boy. All over the canvas. Nah, it's a fun it's not bear. Bad. <laughs> it's an adorable a bear. A bear painted with diarrhea brown. Um, there is a redhead bear. It's called a red panda. 
All right. But that could be it. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of transitions. I was just, I had to finish the picture in my head, which was like, it's a bear, but I think it still has red hair. Which one would it be? <laughs> I couldn't remember. It's one. an interesting, and, and I will say, honestly, sincerely, those conversations with Aaron back in the day, those really did challenge me in a different way. Like, I feel like I had been challenged before, but Aaron was very thoughtful and even despite all the things we're saying, sweet <laughs> in the way she like communicated with me. I was like, yeah, I do want to push on this. I, I do want to figure out and like press on these pressure points a little bit more. Well, and you were very young, right? Like you were 22? No, I was 26. <laughs> or 25. No, I was 26. I was 26. How old are you now? I'm 29. So it wow. wasn't that different. I guess that was the thing we had going to. I kept thinking you were way younger than you were. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a fun bit we had. What a great bit. Yeah, you were like, do you need Everything anything? about you is you wrong. Know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was a great bit that led to many more great bits. This is a sitcom I would love to watch. Like, just you two and all the misunderstandings. And me saying, and like, honestly, I really the respect way you your words. And you're like, yeah, I think so you're gay. <laughs> it does feel like a 90s sitcom where I'd, like, jump into a room and be like, gotcha. And then you would, you'd, like, not be holding, a like, a dildo would be a crop. And I'd be like, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what's your, do you have any background with faith or history or religion or anything like that? No, I mean, I was raised by two atheists mm-hmm. who both came from religious upbringings, but nothing like hardcore. They both just rejected it at a certain point. Were they like upset about it at any point? Did they feel like they had gone through like, were they been no. mistreated through it or anything like Not that? Not at all. Like, I think both of them were raised in families that were pretty mild in terms of like, you went to, re- you went to church. I don't even know if they went to church every Sunday or if it was more of a holiday thing. Yeah. And... My all my grandparents were very like they my my grandparents my mom's side were very open minded. They continued to be religious till the end of their lives, but not in a down your throat kind of way mm-hmm. until like the last couple of years. Whenever everybody is in the last couple of years, when they suddenly, intensified in the recent years. Yeah, I think when people get really old, like I mean, I have an aunt and uncle who are now pushing God in church, and I'm like, you're Unitarians, like what? That, that's, <laughs> that's not even why. a real thing. I've never point. heard of evangelical Unitarians. <laughs> yeah. That's a new flavor. Oh boy, they get really. Or my uncle gets really into like he's like. Aaron, I just want to talk to you about the word God because God can mean anything. God, it could be the universe or whatever. And I'm like, really, God could be a pickle. It could be a Sunday. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just want God to be food. <laughs> but it's Delicious. just like I was like, why are we having this conversation? Yeah, it's, yeah. He feels, felt like it was urgent to tell yeah. you that for some reason. Yeah. Like, well, I he know. did a lot of God talk in like a family event at one point, and probably. Oh, everybody felt my eyes roll back into my head. <laughs> so for minute one, it was just very irrelevant to life. Like the way I grew up? Yeah, because it doesn't sound like you had hostility towards it. It was no. just like, eh. I, It was just, it was like, I think my framing of it or the way I understood it was, there are some people who believe this pretend thing and that's okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I laughed as I said that because I felt like it was insulting to say to you guys. <laughs> well, that's okay. No, I don't, yeah, I, I feel insulted. I don't. Yeah, I don't by feel that. insulted by that. I know, because you guys are like, everybody gets there in their own time. You're like waiting for me. No, to... I'm Do not you here really, to jump you. You feel like you, you're about to get sneak attacked? <laughs> All of you want that. Oh, my God. I know. I, what a horrible podcast I, we've created. At least at this point, I'm, I, I really don't. I really don't feel like there's even like a heaven and hell after here that I'm trying to like get anyone into. Really? Where are you yeah. dead and nothing now? I don't know. 
I don't know. Whoa. I'm a little bit in between. So you believe in God, but not the uh, concept of hell or heaven. I don't think so. Interesting. Or not as not as like burning in forever or with harps forever. I'm yeah. just, and I know it's not very like quote unquote biblical. And so I just, the more I think about them, the less they really gel with everything and yeah. so I'm just very comfortable being like a cherry picking Christian in a lot of ways yeah well so I guess because of that like I feel often very ambivalent about people like wanting to accept this or not and so I don't feel if like you believe people are going I'm to seek hell, attacking then... yeah then there's always this like tension of like but I must care for Erin and like make sure she's okay it's like, but I don't, we can I laugh don't really about it but that. I'm gonna text you after and be like seriously how are you doing it <laughs> if maybe you ever want to like talk about the it yeah <laughs> no. no and we know, yeah okay. yeah I feel like that's creepy I don't like how that feels i don't like how i feel when like christians do that to me too right just, i remember oh. trying to do it one time like it was nine or ten years ago I, I met with a buddy of mine from college in burbank at this taco place and he had just gotten this new job and we were catching up we had classes together like sophomore year and and i remember being like i started going to this new church and it's actually really good maybe you should come and that <laughs> i think truly i think that's the last time i tried yeah because it was like he's like Oh, I'm I'm good. Like he wasn't like, hey, fuck you. Like he wasn't strange sure. about it. Right. It was just like, oh, I'm good, man. Thanks though. He was yeah. very sweet. Yeah. And cheerful about it, and it didn't affect our friendship adversely. I was yeah. like, and then that just made me feel worse. It didn't make me feel like, oh well, you can't get them all. It was like, <laughs> what am I doing? So I don't <laughs> yeah. think I ever fine. tried to do that yeah. after that time. To me, it would almost feel like if if you would if you like tried to get your friends to join a pyramid scheme. Multi-level marketing. I feel like it's more of like, I'm trying to get you to go to the gym. Like, (laughs) no, it's really good for you. And like, there's, there's something for everybody. Like you don't have to lift weights or whatever, but just some people don't like the gym. I'm like, they're doing their own thing. And I just have to respect that. But they could be like, no, I'm glad you have that discipline in your life. It's fine. That's true. And I have been, I have had people try to convert me to exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That one in particular, you've rebelled against. (laughs) I have. I feel like I'm doing that thing where I'd be like, I'm a cool Christian. But actually don't worry about it. Like, well, now it's impossible. Because I'm also being the gritty atheist who's like, you're all fake. But what a fun spice to put into the broth yeah. of this podcast called Good Christian. And this, by the way, the feeling that you have is the feeling that I had when talking about this all those years ago. And because I just wanted to be likable or to not be impressive, but just be like, it's okay. And, and like, it's hard to convince someone of safety, especially when there's like such cultural baggage and nonsense attached to labels and stuff, which is why it's like the cafeteria Christianity thing of like, yeah, maybe there's a God. I don't want to do heaven or hell is so much more appealing because then you can pick and choose. I wanted to ask about your child a little more. When your parents like, did they ever talk about their atheism with you? Was it ever like something they wanted to impress upon you or they were like, find your own Not at all journey. because to me, atheism isn't, a, there is no... It was just like the lack it's of It's a lack a religion. of. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, it, I was never like, my dad was a scientist and both my parents were very like, if I had a question, they just answered it in the most scientific direct, direct way you mm-hmm. could. You know, mm-hmm. like I grew up calling it my vulva and I didn't say poop I said BM like bowel movement you know like we're all very like clinical every everything has a name there's Mm -hmm. no shame in that like and and with death too like death sex I was like like I remember my mom told me what sex was when our cat had kittens she just like explained to me what happened and she goes people do it the same way and I was like 
Like, people do not do it the same way as cats be. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> it is. I awful. did. I, I did not. then picture my dad like taking the scruff of my mom's neck and his oh, teeth. No, I no, <laughs> no, I don't think she got that graphic. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> hey, a new a new tradition. <laughs> Cutting out a kind of rapey thing in two podcast episodes in a row. You don't have to cut that out. It was fun. It was fun. But uh, yeah, so I didn't. We didn't talk about it. I mean. If I, yeah, I just wouldn't have come up. Like even asking about death and stuff, it I because I didn't have a concept of God, I wasn't like, well, if we don't believe in God, what do we believe in? Like, I, oh, I, no, uh huh. No, it was just like, yeah. Oh, that's sad. When you when you die, it's forever. Like yeah. that's all I knew. You know. When you like encountered people who were believers in some faith, like did you have friends in school or anything like that? Because that's just something I've heard of like, oh, I had a friend who took me to youth group and then I like had questions about it or something. Um, Otherwise, I didn't. Well, I remember when I found out Santa Claus wasn't real, which was moment one, it did create this strange condescension or hierarchy with the kids that did. Because I was like, oh, what's yeah. Santa bringing? I found out Christmas? really young. <laughs> what's Santa? <laughs> like, like yeah. Santa. Yeah, I found out so young. I was like, I was three and I had a sense. Again, I was like, I don't. I feel like it's my dad. I feel yeah. like it's my parents. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I need you guys to tell me the truth. And they were like, mm, but it's Santa's. And I was like, I need you to tell me the truth. Like I was like in tears. And I was like, I just have a bad feeling. But I was also certain that they were going to be like, you're insane. Santa's real. So I was like, it's just a bad feeling. And they're going to make me feel better. And, yeah. And so finally they were like, okay, it, it, it's us. And I sobbed. <laughs> At three, that's so little. At three, I think I was three or four, maybe, but like very little. And I went to school and told a little girl, which like I feel like happens all the time. It's like if if a kid is like ready to, oh yeah, to know, then they then they believe you, and if they're not, they're like your family does it differently. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, and this was, I guess this happened. It might, you know, it must have been four when that happened because then I was five. My dad died, and then. I guess I had told this little girl that the next Christmas and she, her mom called my mom and goes, your daughter ruined Christmas for all of us. <laughs> she ruined it for me, for her husband, what? Um, for our two daughters. And her, one of her daughters is an infant. You um, had a lot of power over that family. I just couldn't believe she would call up the wife of someone who had just died. And say your say daughter ruined our Christmas our by talking about Santa. Maybe yeah. she said, uh, sorry for your loss. Anyway, uh, to my point. Well, the true loss. Yeah, the, the true loss, true loss was the belief in Santa. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined it for my husband. Wow. Yeah, isn't that bad? Yeah. I feel like that's, I don't know. That's like the deal they have to accept. Like, this is a trick we're doing. They're going to find out somewhere or another. Right. I mean, it's like when someone gets mad. I've, I've seen this happen too. You know, it's like to their kid. when someone tells a secret they weren't supposed to tell or when they've lied and then they get caught they're always uh-huh. so angry and it's like <laughs> well you even if the person did say something like you're mad because you got caught mm-hmm. yeah like you, you knew there was, it was a it was a flimsy premise yes. like it's gonna happen yeah <laughs> called your mom so, so yeah it's bad you didn't really have friends that were believers in anything growing i mean up, when i when we moved to north carolina there were definitely more christians and i remember i went over to this girl um, Nicole's house and my I guess I guess I went over there and a couple other girls did too and their moms were there and my mom was there I don't know how this happened but the moms were inside having coffee or whatever mm-hmm. and we went outside and they wanted to do <laughs> they had a they wanted to make up this song to that went to this old Sprite campaign that went I like the way you make me laugh 
I like the funny things you do. You're such a kick to have around. And they changed the word. I like the Christ in you. And (laughs) I go, I go, I don't want to sing that because I don't believe in God. And one of the girls goes, but you believe in Christ, right? And and because she said it. She got you. (laughs) Well, and I felt like in my mind, I went, no. And then I was like, Oh yeah, because she said it in such a way that I was like, oh, I guess he's I guess the one be- that real definitely kids believe in existed. Christ. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and she was like, so there's no problem. And I was like, I guess you're right. So we like choreographed it and did a whole like, <laughs> I like the way you make me laugh. And one of us would go, ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like kicking. I mean, it was so bad. And then we did it for our moms, and my mom's face was like, oh no. <laughs> Wait, what was the choreography for Christ? Was it? <laughs> Like a like arms out. No, arms. that would have been yeah. great. It was no. I think we. I think we actually did. We crossed ourselves. But isn't that Catholic? Yeah, that is technically Christians Catholic. do it too. Yeah, or they'll do this thing where it's like yeah. the holes in the hand. This is sign language for Jesus, I believe. Oh yeah, that's yeah. why okay. holes in the hand. That's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I like how graphic sign language is. I really do. I watched. There was some show. It was like an wind. ABC Family show about deaf kids. I really loved it. But it, like, I I picked up so much sign language, which I then forgot. Was I switched at birth. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. I got really into the sign language. I had such mm-hmm. a crush on that deaf boy. It's not too late. I'm like, well, he's so young. I followed him on Instagram and I was like, I have to unfollow him. He might not, not be as early. young as you think he is. I think he is. Like he <laughs> and if he's not, he's young. Like <laughs> A lot of motorcycles and leather jackets. And I was like, I don't care about this. this Wait, is... motorcycles and le- leather jackets? He was like so all like his 50-year-old. Well, yes, you could be, yeah, you're uh-huh. right. It could be middle-aged <laughs> having a nervous breakdown, mm-hmm. midlife crisis, or it's a kid who got his money too early. Oh, yeah. Was my mm. sense. It was like he bought so much dumb boy stuff. That sounds cool. That is always one of my favorite parts of like music festivals is the ASL person on the left hand side of the stage just crushing it. It's really cool. And like yeah. I don't know if I that I ever realized how much like facial expression and emotion has to go into sign language. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's no I like that there's no sense of like like we have such a sense of like you play it cool. Like we can talk about anything and I feel like your face is like dead when you're in junior high. Like you're talking about like I'm like really sad because like Jared broke up with me and you're like nothing changes. Yeah. And in sign language, it's like you can't communicate that way. Like that you would not be speaking the language if you weren't like making the expression that goes with the right. word. Like I thought it was so cool. That is cool. So where are you at now? How do you feel about things, about life? Now I'm Christian. Now you're Christian. Um, yes. Yes, 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 we got one, confetti. Sparklers. Yeah, I mean, I feel this. I feel the same. I mean, I, I like this is my. I guess this is my take on it. Is I love the concept of religion in the same way I love. And again, I'm not saying this to be insulting to anybody. Harry Potter. Yeah, you're gonna say Harry Potter. I was <laughs> probably not the first one to make that analogy, but like, I know I, you love Harry Potter though. I desperately want magic to be real or the idea that there's something bigger than us to be real like all of that's very appealing to me Mm -hmm. my wanting it to be real isn't reason enough for me to decide i'm gonna believe it and that's where i draw the line yeah for me that's an interesting comparison too because gosh i mean how many books have already been written about like harry potter like religion blah 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 slytherin is this denomination (laughs) gryffindor is this denomination but i feel like really Probably. Oh, I'm sure. There's like a whole thirsty ass feel like line. That, What's that? I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is. I feel like that's not where she was going with that. 
I feel like she's so political that that it was much more of a political. Oh no no no, no no yeah no I agree but I something. And Davi is like the Christ figure at the center of the Harry Potter <laughs> books, right? Because he's so servant-hearted, sacrifices himself at every turn. Yeah, no, Dobby's Job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, this is like a popular kind of genre of Christian book where it's like the gospel according to whatever the pop culture thing is. So it's like the gospel according to Lost and you watch Lost episodes and like Jack is actually kind of a Christ-like figure. So uh, you can do it Lord of well, the Rings. Lost, Lost can... really was kind of religious. There were, yeah, there were some philosophical things, but then you see it with like the gospel according to Seinfeld, the gospel according to The Simpsons. So it's just like... Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah, there's books like that. That it's all meaningless? Right, exactly. Like the, the nihilism. Yeah. Actually, Seinfeld is the oh. most Ecclesiastes like show in all of existence. Oh, wow. It's King Solomon wisdom to a T. So I'm sure uh, there's a cottage industry of stuff like that for yeah. Empire. Yeah. Where are you at with Crimes of Grindelwald? In or out? I can't watch it because I won't watch Johnny Depp in anything. Right. Yeah. It kind of ruins it, right? Well, he's a, an abuser. Right. So yeah, I can't go. He is so, he's in so much of that film too. Like I thought he was just going to be a blip and like Nate really wanted to see it. Yeah. And then yeah, I you was just like, oh, a he's a super central to it. Well, yeah. And it, I thought, it just was insane to me that he was in essentially the last minute of the last one. It's like, just recast him. Oh, and it's the, literally the no easiest excuse. role in the world to recast. Like, oh, he's, he's Colin Farrell again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's upsetting. I'm sure they would have gotten sued out the butt though for... If they broke contract with him, right? No, it was not probably with too what late. I feel like with all the Me Too stuff, no way. Maybe not. They could have broke. Do you still contract. reread Harry Potter books? I do. You do. I reread them. I I tend to reread them every year. I have to like every actually year, stop what? myself from reading them sometimes because I'm like, you can't get lost. Don't go down that tunnel. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really will be it. I'll be out and like listening to someone talk and be like, I wish I were home reading my book, <laughs> just <laughs> thinking about <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you would like, there's that podcast <laughs> binge mode about Harry, Harry Potter. I tried in it. Brain. Not into it. I thought the people were so charming. Because I want to say that right off. Like, I don't want to, yeah. this is not trashing the podcast. Right, right, right. They recapped every three chapters for like the first 30 minutes. And I was like, I have read it recently. I do not need a recap. Like, it was, right. and then it was just, it was almost to me like it was a, it was Cliff's notes. Like, it was like, if you're never going to read Harry Potter, but you need to know exactly what happened. I know and what like, you're saying. Why you might like certain parts. Yeah. I was like, for someone who's read it, I was like, I can't, I can't. Like, mm-hmm. I got frustrated. I was like, just talk about your opinions. <laughs> I don't want any more like recaps. Well, thankfully, uh-huh. Harry Potter, especially in that last book, is definitely a Messiah figure. So <laughs> if you love Harry Potter, you are kind of a Christian. So thanks for being on the show, Erin. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's well, great. I see thanks. Christianity as a, a realm of sci fi, and, and it's <laughs> one of the ones I like the most. A genre oh, akin to cool. Harry Potter. Science was like one of my fantasy. favorite movies. So. <laughs> Science, is good because it's viewed as a it's a fake trope. It's like aliens. I remember. I remember when he's like, "No, we're not praying." That was the big scene in that movie, yeah. the barn burn, uh, like emotional scene it. in Signs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because Mel Gibson lost that. his faith. He lost because his of faith. A, a oh, whole yeah. tragic accident in the family. That's right. And boy, they really revisit that. That that accident is like my one of my favorite flashbacks. The way they do that, they keep like throughout the movie, they'll keep flashing back to bits of it. So you're like, "What happened?" Uh, and then when they get to it, you're like. Oh God! Like it's, I sob every time I watch that movie. I saw that movie four times when it came out. I love it so fun, much. Fun fact: they filmed that accident on September eleventh, two thousand and one. No joke. It was oh, the night of nine eleven. 
Is that they strange? actually everyone showed up on set. Is that strange? I mean, what are you gonna on. do? I mean, it well, was I mean, I was working on a show that day, and like they they canceled it. Like no one. That's well, Mel Gibson's crew. not an American. So stay on schedule. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wow, that's great. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Let's dive in to the topic. Come on, let's go! Miracles from Heaven, 2016 movie starring Jennifer Garner. Speaking of sobbing, did you cry at all in this movie? A lot. I cried almost I cried all the a way through. Okay, so cool. listen, this is a, it's a, it's not a pure flicks. It's not a direct-to-video thing. It was a theatrical movie mm-hmm. made for 13 mil, made like 73 mil. So it was like a movie. It I was did not real... remember it coming out. Like it, it rang no bells for me in terms of previews. It probably didn't around here. Like all these movies make their money. In the Midwest. Yeah. 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 So it's probably one of those. Let's uh, let's just watch the trailer real quick for a quick refresh on this movie, Miracles from Heaven. <laughs> Annabelle thought she had it all. <laughs> a stomach. Oh, come on. What? Who's the best interest? Okay, listen to your teacher. Ain't nothing terrible going to happen to that. <laughs> It's a good life. It's a good life. It's a good life. What's that guy? It's our cute little thing they do. I'm coming. Mommy, it hurts. Oh, no, baby. When Anna got sick, I just couldn't understand it. Why was this loving little girl going through this? I think your daughter is lactose intolerant. Acid reflux. Everything looks okay. Everything's fine. Everything is not fine. There's something wrong with our little girl. Mrs. B, you need to calm down. I'm not leaving this hospital until I know what's wrong with my daughter. Twang it, sis. Unfortunately, the tests confirm that she's very ill. There is currently no cure for Anna's condition. Doctor, please, this is our little girl. I'm scared, Mom. Me too. We're not giving up. Like a small boat. <laughs> the song was not in the movie. No. Should have been. Yeah. And we'll get it. How? Where's this fight song? Remember, I love this song. I don't even know what it is. It's Taylor Swift. Oh, I love Taylor Swift. Can you even hear me? This is my fight. It is fight song. It is Taylor Swift. Just chilling. No, Who is covering it's, uh, it? Oh my I don't God. know. It's not the original. I want it to be a slow, sexy Beyonce. Cover. I'm just thinking of the DNC. Yes. 
That's impossible. Spoilers. This is a little hard to believe. There's a lot of people out there that are just looking for publicity. A lot of people think we're crazy. You either roll with it or you get rolled on. Who told you you'd be fine? Kermit. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> if, if I went into a coma, you I would not a, see Jesus. I would see Kermit. You had a near-death experience. You gotta go back. You gotta <laughs> sing my songs. I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, he's running the show? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. He runs the Muppet show. Pulling the strings. Miracles from Heaven. The miracle... And this movie doesn't happen until like an hour 20. And yeah, two, and this, this is based on a movie. true story. We should mention this is a real family. Christy and Annabelle. Family. Yeah, they have a whole montage at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At first, I thought they had magically turned <laughs> into dogs at the end because the first shot is like a bunch of dogs lounging around in their big Texas home. That would be the best miracle. Well, it's not the case. But yeah, based on a true story. Very heaven is for real esque the Burpo thing. Yeah, and I had heard about this story. I think the mo- before the movie came out, like I remember hearing rumblings. You know, people like to talk about healing stories. You heard rumblings? Of yeah, this rumblings in the miracle verse about this. <laughs> it's a real story. They were doing the whole promo circuit because I have to imagine, uh, in a big crux of this, as it was in real life, was like we're not super wealthy. How do we pay for all these crazy medical bills? Well, maybe write a bustling book and it makes the New York Times best. You know, so that's probably a part of it. They wrote the book. I didn't do a ton of background on them, so I missed that part. There is one. I'm just going to play this teeny tiny quote because there's a scene in the movie where the girl who has this like horrible disease where she can't digest food properly, she does, I won't play that clip, but she does say, Mom, I want to die. I want to die. I want this to be over. Why do you find this funny? It's not funny. You're smiling. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't think it's funny at all. Okay. I thought it was really intense. And I was watching an interview with the real mother and daughter. And it was actually more intense than that. Because that moment was from real life. But she also said the following. Annabelle, had you given up? I mean, was it just, was the pain just too much? Yes. And see, it's not like, oh, I just want to give up. I had actually put a lot of thought into this because it wasn't because my mom said after I said that she said oh but Annabelle whenever you'd be gone we'd miss you so much and I said don't worry mommy you'd kill yourself and come with me and daddy would look after the girls she had a plan she had a plan isn't that sweet she said I'd kill myself Isn't that sweet? Isn't that nuts? Also, I don't think she understands the Bible's take on suicide. (laughs) (laughs) It's painless. Mama's not coming with you. (laughs) Summer up, summer down. Mama's going to walk you there. Depending on the denomination. Truth be told, Aaron, I don't understand the Bible's take on suicide. Really? Other than Judas did it. But I don't see a value judgment on the act. Yeah. So everyone's okay with suicide in the that, religion. Uh, that's a tough statement to make. I don't know. <laughs> I'm. Uh, if I killed myself tonight, would I'd be you so think sad. Your, I know. But would you think to yourself, "Oh, she's in heaven"? I think he'd kill himself too. Would so you that come you with you me? Two could go I would go with you so I could continue <laughs> so to try to prove my worth to you forever. <laughs> you could meet Kermit together. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just friends, unless you want it to. Never mind. <laughs> Gosh, that scene, though, in the movie broke me down because you see this girl like I'll say one thing about like the tone of the movie, especially with the medical stuff was mm-hmm. like 
at some points it is very lifetimey and there's a cute doctor and it's kind of fun and there's like adorable Bobo other Patch Adams. yeah like other adorable like hospital kit you know like a very commercial feeling hospital but they do get into some of the just like horrifying things that happens when your kid is that sick and like pulling the tube out of her nose and showing surgeries and stuff like that <laughs> that to me gave this a lot more credence than a lifetime that was movie. Very, also, like they really seem to be pulling that tube out of her nose. I was like, "What are these yeah, poor I actors?" I think they might. Have, yeah, it and so practical. And it didn't feel like it was uh, manipulative. It was just like, okay, they are really trying to show like the lengths that this family had to go through. Well, and so when you see that little girl like rolling back and forth in pain, saying she wants to die, it was like, I believe this that's what's really wild about this yeah. movie because a lot of the movies we talk about are kind of like low-hanging fruit on this show it's like it's pure flicks it's shitty it's kind of conservative whatever but this is like this is mixing a lot of like truly realized trauma and because the little girl's a good actor garner's a good actor Mm -hmm. so when they're doing stuff you're like a hundred percent in it when she's just like weeping over her daughter who she can't help i mean i feel like uh not that i've gone through anything like this personally but my sister was not had a similar disease, but had like a lot of autoimmune disease stuff that they could not figure out. Went to hundreds of doctors, so the whole frustrating like the dick doctor that's like, "Well, I'm the doctor," so you know, and all that stuff. Like, I really connected Ooh. to the idea of like a mom just want to help their Saying, kid. No, they don't know what's not wrong. What's going on? Yes, listen and, to me. And the frustration of that, I actually felt was really well captured, and yeah. like just yeah. how sad that is, and how hopeless you feel with all that stuff. So that's what's weird about this movie is like there's there's the cheese stuff, but then there there are these moments where it's like I feel this too much, and it really was a bummer to watch, and it was really hard to watch yes. that stuff. Did you feel that doctor was good though, like a good actor? The one that was like, "I'm the doctor." I'm the doctor. <laughs> well, I felt like he was over the top. Like that was that actually annoyed me because I was like, I like that they gave him the whole bit about being like, "Hi mom, hi dad." Like I hate when doctors are like, yeah. "Hi mom," I, it's like, not, or when they're yeah. like, "How are we?" I'm like, yeah. "We're not close." I don't know how you are. I think I'm I have a, sick. I have a like, clip of him. Her throat chalk because she's been throwing up for weeks. Well, mom, I'm the doctor, and that's my diagnosis. So if you'll excuse me, I have the patients I need to see. I feel like he could have said. The line is so condescending that if he truly sold it, but he felt like he tried to play that character. I was like, he tried to smart an acting. Much, but yeah, yeah, it was too. It was so over the top. I was like, all right, he's a villain. We get it. Like right. they did that with some church people too. Like they made them I know. so bad. I was so, like, <laughs> yeah, the the all ladies. Right. So that when there's a scene where these ladies come up to her. I don't know if you do. You want to play it or not? Uh, yeah, I can well, just explain it. Well, we'll just give an overview of the movie too, oh, real okay. quick. It's just like. The girl, there's this family in Texas. The girl gets this crazy disease with her stomach. It feels like we should have done this at the beginning. Maybe. Well, you know. She has motility. (laughs) A a motility. Yeah. Yeah, where she can't like digest anything. All the doctors misdiagnose it except for one. Then they go to Boston without an appointment. See a guy. He can't help. And then an hour 20 into the movie, she falls through a tree. When she comes out. Still sick. Still sick when she falls into a tree. When she comes out, she's healed of all all the symptoms and to this day she's not on any of the medication or anything like that they claim that she still has no traces of the disease blah 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 so that's the movie yeah. and it's inflected with all this faith stuff because Jennifer Garner loses her faith at one point stops going to church and then comes back to church and yeah so there's all this stuff and then in one scene there's a sermon where the pastor as played by John Carroll Lynch who is a great actor but someone I mostly associate with very creepy characters mm-hmm. A la Zodiac or American yeah. Horror Story playing like goofy pastor guy. 
props. who I will say did have a hilarious prop sermon. When the road gets bumpy, when uh, <laughs> the storms rain down, I could do a few things to protect myself. You know, I can get a nice uh, helmet. helmet. He puts on a helmet. I'm not sweetening this audio. This is how they laughed in the movie. And we might be able to find ourselves an umbrella. He opens Just the umbrella. Just to be there. It's upside down. <laughs> and sometimes God feels like a hammer on a watermelon. <laughs> he goes full Gallagher. But yeah, so he wants to get her back. But they're, he's preaching a sermon like, if there's something wrong in your life, see if you're sinning. If you feel bad, like see if, if what's wrong in your life is actually what's wrong with you. Yeah, like check yourself if you're perpetuating the problem or whatever. And so, so while then, the girl is sick. Yeah, so these two women come up to Jennifer Garner and they're like like heavily hairsprayed and just already like yeah, zany there was, there looking. There a lot of like yeah, and things then that did not work style-wise in this movie. Jennifer's hair at the beginning was a crime. It was she was like a different character in eight, church yes. than in the rest of the movie. Anyway, like they really yeah. didn't know where to so land. So these women say basically like, Jennifer, we're so sorry. How's your daughter doing? And she's like, she's, you know, she's not good. And then they're like, well, you know, sometimes when things like this happen, it's because you, there's something on in your household. Well, since she's not been healed, it may be a good time for you and Kevin to ask yourself some difficult questions. I don't understand. Honey, Anna is not better and she should be. Now somebody's sins are preventing the healing, either yours or Kevin's or maybe even Anna's. That's a common thing in some churches. Yeah. It's like, what, what, what did you do wrong? What have you not repented? But that's right. So, Even mean, though it's like, it's also preached just as often as like unfair things happen to Christian. Like because you're Christian doesn't mean you always get healed or everything's going to be fine mm-hmm. or whatever. But, but yeah, everyone's father is this like blip too, where that doesn't translate. And people think like, oh, you have a tragedy because you're someone's like boning someone they shouldn't in your family or something like yeah. that. Which is terrifying. That's what I don't understand is like, so no one, everyone in this church, no one's ever died or gotten sick. Like, or if they've gotten right, sick, they've and they been were healed. Just like, she should, she like this be is, better. this is abnormal for this church. Yeah. Like everyone else who's ever had anything else go wrong. They prayed, they figured it out. Yeah. They were fine. You know, it's kind they, of a prosperity gospel thing too. Right. And they kind of like deal with this like central problem that, that a lot of people have with church or when they're at church. And that I think a lot of people probably had difficulty watching with this movie is because like we are often hearing like, he's a God of miracles. He wants to heal you. He's the great physician. He made your bodies. Like if we all pray, like he will hear us and he will heal kids. But then there's just plenty of people who don't get that healing. And the first three quarters of this movie is that story mm-hmm. of like, how do we come to deal with the theologically? Like, yeah, you're praying it's not working. So we need to do something else basically. <laughs> but so also, tree. but then the, <laughs> the last quarter, I feel like is so difficult for the people who don't get to have hope anymore to hear for this old Ben story. Wexler. Yeah. Or just like, you don't get the miracle. Like you just lose it. And so why'd she have to fall down a tree to get the miracle? What was he doing before that? God yeah, was like, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, and it, and so they set up the movie tragedy. as like the whole thing was to get Jennifer Garner to like really believe and come again. back to church. Yeah. But of course she came back after that. Yeah. To me, to me, I was like, yeah, I'd 
come to church after <laughs> that. Like, well, are you fucking yeah. kidding and me? And when she's talking, she has this heart to heart with her pastor where she's saying like, I'm not going to come. I don't feel comfortable here right now. Like those women said those things to me. I don't like these people. He's like, that's not why. You're yeah. And back. he's like, that's not why. And he's like, what can I do to get you back? And part of me was like, why is he so concerned about getting her back right now? Like, why can't he just let her like, it was a binary of, of like attendance or not attendance is like, you're good or you're is bad. Your like you have faith or you have no faith. And it was like a really frustrating argument that I felt between like her husband and her of where he's propped <laughs> he up to so be dumb too. this like, just go lucky. Like everything's going to work out. Just got to have faith. And he's like, right. You know, in the premise of this movie, but it was like really infuriating for me, I think especially as like a woman watching the woman doing all the emotional labor of this family, figuring out everything, going to all the doctors. He did the emotional one. labor. He sold his motorcycle. That was not <laughs> yeah. easy. Oh my God. Funniest and like fighting shot. to get to this doctor. And I was like, you didn't sell it already. I know. It was like, it took <laughs> That wasn't long. the first thing you sold. And yeah. now we have to, we have to have a sad <laughs> look from you. And it sets up Who like cares? Jen Garner as being this like type A crazy lady, yeah. like trying to control the situation instead of just like letting God come in and fix it. I'm like, no, she's she's doing the right things. Like she is doing what she's supposed to do. And like this movie is punishing her sometimes. So this movie is so funny because the tree almost reads as like a super lazy, weird Deus Ex Machina and like a bad screenplay of like, right. oh, then she falls down a tree yeah. and she gets better. I know. And it's, it's a true story. And it's a true story. And this How is, much this is well, yeah, I was about to say, this is granting the premise that there is no element of hoax, that this is not a balloon boy sitch. That it, it's not a tree girl balloon boy stitch. Let's assume it's not. Let's assume it's not? Yeah. Let's not be skeptical about it? Let's not, because it's so much more evil to like tell this family. Believe this in a world. Yeah. yeah, than just to like I understand. go into that. But isn't it evil to also perpetuate a hoax? Um, no, I don't think so. Not in this case. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. This is a little girl that got better, you know? If she did. Well, I guess she did. She had like <laughs> multiple hospital visits and stuff. Show too. me it's the like... receipts. <laughs> well, I yeah. don't even know. Anyway. It's not that I thought it was a hoax. I just think there was a scientific explanation. Yeah. And I'd like, yeah, part of me was like, well, she hit her nervous system, yeah. which is running her stomach and stuff like that. Right. Like, it's still a crazy accident. Oh, and it's like crazy. The and the doctor couldn't explain it. But I don't, it's like just because he couldn't doesn't mean it's automatically. It's gone. Yeah. Right. But I think even if it was scientifically explainable, it is still just like, wow, what a cool miracle. Do you feel like you've ever her, witnessed least. something akin to a miracle in your own life? No. Neither have I. I don't think so. I don't believe in miracles. Except for miracles. a baby in smile. This, oh, God. And a sunrise. No, that's not true. You don't believe in miracles? <laughs> not in this sense where it's like, well, because it is funny, too, how she defines miracle at the the first line of the movie is yeah. like, Webster's what? Dictionary. Webster's Dictionary. A miracle is defined as something not explicable by natural or scientific laws. All right. So, and then at the end, she's like, actually, everything's a miracle because Albert Einstein said you can live like everything's a miracle or nothing's a miracle. And I kind of like that. That was her conclusion. It's in, Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's like a lot more palatable of a... Yeah, like kindness is a miracle, and that's kind of applied yeah, to. It would have been nice if she came to that conclusion before her kid fell down a tree and God apparently then decided to say, like, I'd be more impressed if she was like... Giving that as a eulogy? If she came back to the church. From the time it would be a eulogy, the kid could just still be sick. If, like, hmm. if she was like, oh, you know what? We have been experiencing miracles. I'd still be like, geez, you don't need to have a positive thought for everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just sort of like... 
it's too little, too late. God's not going to be happy. <laughs> and you are concerned about that. Uh-huh. I only want God to As be a happy. For God. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll speak God's for God stand. in this conversation. <laughs> I think I know what he'd want. So many of us already have. Yeah. They did fall into the pure flicks trap of like the real atheist, like, no way this is true. Don't talk about faith. And then he shows up at church at the end and is like, I believe it's kind true. of. But he was that was the most reasonable exchange in the movie where he's like Oh hey, my my daughter said she wants to die That's now. That's true. Yeah, he your was... daughter taught. Can you just? I'm not mad, but don't. He wasn't it's like not an evil thing. character. Yeah, in he it. wasn't evil. Yeah. So that was a nice. But thing. he was like a a thing for being just being like, oh, see, atheists became Christians because of this. If we're comparing screenplay notes to true life notes, this man does not exist. Yeah, it's not a true person. Right. Not a real person. Pure flips. Just a fun stand-in <laughs> for the movie. Third day cameo. Did you like that? That they were the okay. worship band. That. Third Day is a Christian rock band that managed to get a cameo in this movie. Here's what's weird about this movie, too, is that it feels like a hybrid car of a Christian movie because it's not all the way like Christ died for your sins so that you could live. It's like, faith is good. Like It's like really broad strokes of ideas of religion and God without actually being Jesus. I feel like it's a good... It hits that like nice swath of people that exist that are like not really into a certain religion, but like really believe in angels and mm-hmm. like really love the idea of like a guardian angel or like miracles or things like that and believe there's like a spirituality. Like I feel like this movie is comfortable for that spectrum and into Christianity too. It definitely speaks to the demo of old people that has a lot of precious moments figurines on the shelf <laughs> sure, yeah. and, and uh-huh. say things like, you yeah. know, angels are everywhere if you yeah. know where to look for I them. couldn't figure out what it was saying. Like, I thought I was so confused at the very beginning when Jennifer Garner was Southern and she only was for seven or eight lines. She was they at the went barbecue. In and out a lot. She had like really big hair, <laughs> really big hair, kind of slutty. And like, I was like, oh, she's, oh, wow, slutty. she's going to try to play this role. This is going to be interesting. And then immediately I was like, oh, she's, only did it for the first three lines and then she was like can we drop it i want stylish jeans i want an oversized ponytail and a nice sweatshirt yeah i want makeup yeah my hair is completely uh flat but shiny in the rest of the movie i don't i only do the crazy southern hairspray in church i was like this is two characters like i felt like she thought she should she was trying to do like an aaron brockovich thing but she couldn't commit i was so annoyed i was like pick one How did the director go? I guess this is okay. Yeah, she kind of like straddled between yeah being like a, an intense other woman and just like an intense woman who you know like, yeah, needs the, to get like something one, done. They were mm-hmm. like two different people in my yeah, mind. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I was shocked. How um, do we feel about Jennifer Garner in general? You, I think my thoughts outside of this previously stated. Yeah, yeah just yeah. as a figure in our pop culture. She seems fine. What's She's happened? Cool. To I her. thought she was well cast for this. I felt like she was a really good like fighter mom smart person i think just get an accent coach <laughs> you know right let's pick one you know if you're a millionaire you don't even if the production's not gonna pay for it <laughs> your face is on her screen. instagram is an avant-garde yeah. museum i saw she's it. i think she's getting paid to do cooking videos on there now she should be anyway. i'll pay her she's doing great does jennifer Garner have a patreon i'll sign up <laughs> oh boy. wouldn't that be amazing if jennifer garner started a page do you like want to date jennifer garner up. or do you want to be jennifer garner Mm, well, that's kind of our age-old question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought that church was really um, accurate. 
Did you feel like that? Like I've been to a church sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. Where the band was really cool, but yeah. the pastor is like a dorky suit wearing I got jokester. a helmet. I got an umbrella. Yeah. The, the, the congregation was, really cool. was a weird mix of like <laughs> I don't know. People they were from really Dynasties. cool. Yeah, and they were they had like they cool rock. hair. <laughs> Jennifer Garner should be most pitied, and that band is the oh coolest dear. band. Oh dear. Um, I mean, just like cool in contrast to like the blue-haired ladies that they seem to fill the congregation with, you know? Yeah, but I feel like they're all their like grandsons. Like mm-hmm. they're not cool. They're just like, well, I'm of this time, so I know what hair looks like. They're the but... coolest guys in Lubbock, <laughs> for sure, in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, there was a moment, there's a few soundtrack choices I found to be really interesting. The soundtrack was so weird. One of which I was like, is this an episode of the television show Scrubs? I can see it. Maybe I'm scared too, okay? We can't just take her to Boston without an appointment. Yes, I can. This feels like, like JD doing the monologue. I guess in the end... Yeah. Me and Turk need to have a better friendship. It's such an old song. <laughs> I love it. Collide. Collide yeah, was used was really in this movie weird. in 2016. Well, she was about to collide with some roots. It was very distracting. <laughs> was very distracting. Oh, very Do you think sad. the family will listen to this episode? Oh, I hope not. I don't well, believe so. I don't Christy think that's Bream our primary audience. just accepted my follow on Instagram. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. She's so private. Maybe they will. Great. I hope everyone oh, that we've ever talked about dear. on the show the girls are doing great. listens to. I'm really glad. It's not like Me I too. don't want them to do well. I'm very oh, happy were, they're doing well. You were like... Uh, you were rooting for their demise yeah. during the movie. Isn't <laughs> yeah. that true? Like you were rooting for the tree. I was like, only one of them sick? <laughs> Hell Come yeah. On. This is the sequel to The Giving Tree We Deserve. <laughs> the tree finally wins. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Queen Latifah is yeah. in this movie. Yeah, wow. for no reason. I mean, I get that she was one of the miracles, but... Then she, she is a miracle. She yeah. was just a person of color who, of course, is her. she was put in the movie to serve a white family. Well, what else does she have to do? My God. This woman existed in real life, and in real life, she was white. Yeah, she I don't was know what a waitress yeah. Yeah, that they had met there. Uh, and she gives them like real fun, kind of vague wisdom. like You either roll with it or you get rolled on. You get rolled on, you get flat. <laughs> you get flat, you're a pancake. You got little divots, you're a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you're delicious. <laughs> yeah, I really so thought true. she was going to play a bigger part. When she showed up, I was like, oh, this will be the miracle. Like, she'll have some something. Yeah, I thought she was going to be the one to get them into the doctor. Right, or something, or something like, that. like that. That doctor, is he like a comedian in real life or something? Like, why do I know his face? Oh, I, I could have looked at because up. you were like laughing so hard at his jokes. I was rolling. <laughs> I've like four children. I'm like, the pirate? Uh, that Elmo bit was hilarious. The idea of losing a belt to Elmo is very funny. Yeah, was, I do feel it though. I was like, did that six year old get that joke? Kids I know, know what yeah. a losing a bet means. Have you <laughs> ever told a joke to a kid? They just stare at you and are like, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It has to have a poop or a pee punchline. Yeah. Or you're done. That guy was in the remake of Overboard that came out this year with Anna Faris. Refused to see. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. where I knew his face. Okay. I liked him. All those previews. He was good in the movie. But yeah, I kind of agree with Aaron that it's like, what is the movie saying? Because it did have its cake and eat it too with like, miracles are real, real, and real like crazy miracles happen. But also everything's a miracle. And just because it doesn't work out for you. And it does kind of pay some lip service to it in the end. Garner's speech where she's like, 
I don't know what to say about the other. Actually, I have a clip so we can talk about it. But she was talking about uh, da, 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 da. miracles are God, and God is forgiveness. Why was Anna healed when today around the world there's so many children suffering? I don't know the answer. But after everything I've been through, I've realized I'm not alone. And whatever you may be going through, I am here to tell you you are not alone. Miracles are God's way of letting us know He's here. So yeah, that is a that's like a what is that? Miracles. It's like a Ben Franklin like misattributed quote of beer is God's way of letting you know He exists and that He cares about you. Or miracles like are next to godliness. <laughs> yeah, because miracles are forgiveness. Miracles are God's God. way of knowing. Miracles are God. Miracles are everything. Miracles are crazy tree stuff. It's like a big umbrella. Whatever his speech was like, I don't know. You know, it was always like, I don't have the answers. I don't know why God chose her. I don't know. You know, like, I always think that's a little bit like you ha- you have such a strong belief in what Christianity is and what God is and like what all that means. And then you go, well, then why if why is this kid healed? And then there's thousands that aren't. I don't have the answer to that. And it's like, really? You had a lot of answers just a second ago, and it's all made up. <laughs> Is that Make wild? one up. <laughs> there's, there's like certain frameworks. Yeah, and that's supposed and... to be like comforting in some way or like allowed. Of like, oh, yeah, I feel cool like they're trying to be an explanation like, for the miracle and all this, but like it's allowed that you don't have an explanation for Yeah, suffering. like they think they're showing like humility. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like literally do. I haven't thought about like, it. Yeah. 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 There's certain frameworks that absolutely fall apart if you think beyond your like immediate circle or community of like, oh, why did God allow this and blah, 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 blah. Oh, look at like whatever. Like it just always falls apart upon just like a little bit of zooming out. So that's why it's always been hard for me to attribute anything to like, I think God was trying to do this or I think God did that. Or I think it feels so much more akin to chaos because the idea of like exceptionalism and the idea of like, well, we kind of got the hedge of protection or we got the badge, so whatever can't hurt us. I always just feels like, I don't think that's true because it doesn't take into account the world and being alive. To me, it feels very much like I have new agey friends who say similar things where it's like, oh, this happened to this person because. And it's like, I think the Christian version of that is like, oh, they, you know, they were sinning or they weren't they didn't have faith or, you know, whatever those are. And they I didn't think, follow God's will. Right. Yeah. And then the new agey version is like, oh, that happened to that person because they put negative energy out there. Um, like they weren't, fe- they weren't feeling gratitude. And I, I sort of see it as all the same where it's like, I think people just are so terrified of something bad happening that if they can have a reason, it's like, they don't even want to do victim blaming, even though that kind of is what it is. But it's like, I think it's like if I, but if, if there's some external thing that I could control, then I can make sure it doesn't happen to me. Yeah. Well, and it, you know? it'll like prove my whole thing true too. Right. Of like, see if I did, if I did listen, if I did internalize all the lessons or whatever, then like I, it's obvious why I'm doing a little bit better than these people. It's probably because of my faith. Right. Rather. And it's this weird thing, but they'll say, but if something bad happened to a kid, it's not because they didn't have enough faith. Right. So like, well, you, 
yeah both you know like and the whole god has a plan thing Mm -hmm. oh boy oh boy oh boy alice wetterland has a great joke in her stand-up set where she says you know a lot of people especially in the midwest say god works in mysterious ways and i say that's bad if I worked in mysterious ways at my job, I'd be fired. <laughs> if you work in mysterious ways on yeah, yeah at the job, you're gone. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it always feels like this. So that's why miracle yeah. And the happiness for real kid is similar where it's like why and and I wonder if this stuff resonates with certain audiences in the way that like rags to riches stories mm-hmm. resonate with like American audiences because it's like well, I know most of the world is bad off, but I think I'm going to be the one that like eventually through capitalism or whatever, like accrue my wealth and mm-hmm. become a success and be whatever. Like I know there's like suffering and pain and that nice reporter man from the Washington Post kid died. But, but I think maybe the miracle will happen for us. And it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's true. It is just something you're buying into. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's no label for the one you just said. I mean, other than capitalism, but it's like, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we could easily watch that movie and and not even notice that you're like, oh, I love believing that this could be true for me, you know. And I think they tried to pay lip service to it, but it's just like, right? They try, it doesn't I feel go like, all the yeah, way. Yeah, they try to like dodge the criticism that they're saying, like, oh, if you just believe, anybody will get this miracle mm-hmm. by saying like anything could be like kindness is a miracle or whatever. But you can't have. I don't know. I guess that's what I'm just repeating what you all are saying. You can't have both things to say like it is a miracle and God does choose people because they're special and because he wants to make sure Jennifer Garner stays Christian. But Do you, he doesn't care enough about everyone else to like make that happen too. Let me ask you a personal question, Caroline. Do you believe that prayer affects things at all? Um, and you can say, I don't know either. You don't I have to have a think, yes or no. Uh, I don't think it actually... I don't know if I'm if I'm putting words to like what I generally feel right now. I don't think it actually causes change in the world. I think it's more it like uh, can cause change in yourself, similar to like journaling or therapy or thinking mm. things through or verbalizing stuff like that. I think that's more of what prayer is. I feel the same way. That's like it. I've never thought. I think this is gonna. And I actually remember. Oh, gosh, I have this flashback of of praying for someone who had cancer, someone I knew in college praying for them, like, God healing, God healing. You know, I was like, whatever, 17 or 18 at the time. They still died. And I remember like, oh, yeah, I guess it's not that. And it's always been tough to even think for a second. Oh, I think this is going to change something. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of like, well, God allowed the suffering and God allowed the evil. Like, there's a lot of Byzantine ways where it's like, it's still good and God has purpose and plan and you may not know it yet in mysterious ways. I don't know why we're so afraid to say, yeah, it's just kind of chaos and pray if it makes you feel better, but yeah. <laughs> it, stuff's just going to happen and you didn't choose to be born where you are or have the illness or not have the illness that you have. Yeah. But that's exactly what people don't want to hear. Like, I think that's where white privilege becomes such a huge thing is like, I think they want to believe that they were born in the highest status in terms of like, you know power in this country for a reason that mm-hmm. they're special that if they've gotten things because they're white then they're white because uh, they deserved it like i think that they that refusal to be like everyone some people like luck out with an easy life and some people don't i think it's too terrifying and mm-hmm. i think and i think it's too i think their egos are too big you know 
Wait, what did you say? Why was I talking about this? <laughs> uh, Just talking about chaos versus de- design. Yeah. Oh, but I yeah, yeah I, think- I always wonder like why, why would, what would be so terrible about saying like there's things that are out of God's control? Because uh, it makes him sound irresponsible, I think. Because it makes it sound like, uh, I don't know, I just kind of put no, it all in motion. No, not that like, he could have control and he doesn't. Oh. He just doesn't have control over some of these I feel things. like that's that scary, like, da- daddy's well, then, like, not no in charge. One is like, contro- yeah. <laughs> but that to me is like, from what I've, when I've spoken to other people, I feel like, about religion, it's like, that comfort is a big part of it. Like yeah, the, like if he, that, like there is someone in like making yeah. sense of all this. Like, don't here. worry. Even though it looks awful, it's almost like. When I actually thought this one, when I was watching the movie, when she was really up close to that Monet, I was like, oh, she hasn't seen the bigger picture yet. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what they're trying oh, to say. Wow. That's but a I've, really intelligent thought. Oh my god, thank you. They <laughs> stole it from Clueless, that. but um, uh, <laughs> I think that imagery was intentional. But I do feel like there's that thing of like bad things happen it's like why did they happen we don't know yet but they're part of a bigger picture that we just can't see and it's so interesting to think that like people would have pain and tragedy and suffering for thousands of years and then at the end we'd be like oh good one good ending i did yeah, not I've, i didn't get how it all was going to work i didn't out, need that leg oh boy <laughs> i got get it me. now child cancer it makes sense the way now that you say the ending oh it's funny it's yeah, funny. yeah i know yeah. it's just it's just unfair it's yeah. very hard to think yeah like the worst stuff is like but it'll be redeemed and it'll be like you'll see yeah the design in it Personal tragedy. Oh, gosh, I won't get into it because it's so depressing. But it's like, yeah, maybe it won't. And is that okay? Can we live with that? And can we live with yeah. the tension of like, no, it's not, that won't work out. That meant nothing. Mm-hmm. And, not even and still a, finding like, but meaning. this is good. And yeah. this is joyful or this is something to be grat- grateful for. Not not because like, oh, because God is making some kind of plan out of it, but more of just like, and yet there is something good within this and that's okay. Yeah. And I wonder if there's a way to say that may have meant nothing or felt purposeless or directionless, or I don't understand that in the slightest, but it doesn't mean that nothing does. It doesn't mean that like no thing on earth means anything at all because sometimes nihilism feels like an all or nothing proposition too, where it's like, well, if that doesn't mean anything, nothing means anything. It's all shit. And who cares if I kill a person or not? I feel like people, and especially people who buy into these, like, this means this, and this means this, and this is connected to this, feel that way a lot more. So I just wonder if we can have both. Maybe that's my version of having your cake and eating it, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, paint a picture for me of what you do believe, then, that, like, what is God's role if he's not controlling and everything and doesn't have a plan and isn't, what, what like, what's his job? If you were gonna hire God, what was his job description? What, what's his be? specialty? Yeah, like if you're if he if he was in up for review, like what would he need to tell you he'd been doing all this time? Well, and this is such like a kind of a cop out answer, but I feel like over the last few years, my affection and even like the amount of time I've I spend thinking about like the capital G God or whatever that is, where it's like the the one controlling things is not so helpful. It's not so helpful for me in my personal day-to-day life to be like, I wonder what God thinks about this. But in a similar way, hey, maybe maybe it's all coming true. But in a similar way where it's like Harry Potter is not good for me or it's not it's not beneficial to your life because 
Hogwarts was actually there in 1958 or blah, 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 blah. If the narrative and stories of Christ are helpful to me on a day-to-day level, then I think that's worth it. That's why the theological stuff, I I don't feel, especially even doing this show and going episode to episode, I'm not like, I have a firmer and firmer and firmer and firmer idea of what I think God is and what he's doing. And it's like this definition and not quite this. I feel like that's breaking down more like the definition and the certainty of like, there's a corner here and there's a curve here. And this is what his character's like. So your answer would maybe be like, you just don't know right now, or it's just none of the things that you knew before. Yeah. I mean, and two, I won't even rule out like there is a plan, but I can think that plan sucks too. If that is the case. Hitler had a plan. My mom always says. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to good Christian fun. (laughs) Wow. Um, not always. She said that once when, when we were talking about someone who had said God has a plan. She was like, and Hitler, Hitler has a plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, having feel a plan like isn't, doesn't say anything. A strange We Trump don't know card. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people have terrible Bad plans. Plan. Art is good. Hitler was an artist. All right. Yeah. Well, wanted to be. Um, so you don't have like a definite like God created everything, but that's all he does. Or like science is responsible for how we got here, but then there's this entity that is God. Like you don't have a, like in a huge big no, picture, you don't have any idea. I don't think so. Cause I think, I think at a certain point it becomes synonyms for a lot of stuff. Oh, so you're my uncle's, my uncle's theory of God is, which is anything. <laughs> it, could, it could be, it could be the air, but the things like science where it's like so much of Christian faith and the church was like, there is this flat. We know this to be true. Look at scripture. And then it's like, no, it's definitely wrong. Oh, we know that that's true. Like how science got incorporated into faith over a certain amount of time. I feel like, I feel like it's not impossible. People always pit those things against each other when it's really, if the faith is, is devalued or contradicted by science, then what even is it? So I don't, I don't feel a need or necessity to do that personally in my own life to be like, God does this and science does that. I, because then you can be contradicted later. 30 years from now, it's like, isn't it crazy that we thought God did this, but it's actually <laughs> scientifically we found out blah, 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 blah. Right. So I feel less of a need for that. Right. Well, let's rate this movie. What do you say? Let's do it. The way this works here, we give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Do they go to hell if I go down? Mm -hmm. Uh It's a holy toast. They go to heaven where there'd be toasting. In our voting system, hell is real. Yeah. The only real heaven and hell (laughs) we subscribe to on this podcast is in our voting system. (laughs) Holy toast, thumbs up. They go to heaven where the angels are toasting them forever. Or holy roast. They go to hell. They burn forever. Or if we don't give one or the other, we can always send them to purgatory, a la... The space between well, Purgatory sounds the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Matthews sounds the most fun. Yeah. We'll start with Caroline. Oh, man. I did not think ahead of what I wanted to vote. Um, so I'm going to work this out. But I think sure. I think I'm going to put it in the space between because I, I didn't hate it. And like there was a lot that really touched me and made me sob a lot. And um, like Jennifer Garner was pretty great. And the story... It was an amazing story and like a happy story at the end of the day and a hopeful one. Um, you just can't give it so much credence that it's like defines the way your faith works, I think, at least for me. Um, and this is what we've been talking about. But I think 
I can't give it quite a toast just because like it's still kind of lifetimey at the end of the day. Maybe it's just because it's not my like culture or whatever, but I get kind of bored of seeing like blonde white families, perfect church, barbecue, and then like some sort of crisis and like will they pull through and they will. And um, You mean real America. You don't I mean, yeah, real America. I, I was actually wondering of like, does real America like feel themselves reflected when they see this kind of movie or not? Because probably. Like, yeah, part probably. of me feels like not even the, accent. the not know, the accent even the facade was like everything not else. real. Like that whole barbecue scene, I was like, this it's it doesn't look like this. I don't, anyway, um, but so I'll give it a space between. Space it's like, between. We turn to Aaron. I'll give it a thumbs up. A holy toast. Yeah. Okay. I, I to me it checked the boxes for what I thought it would be, mm-hmm. which was that I I am able to view religious movies as we talked about earlier as like it's sci-fi. Like for me, I was like the Christianity is the fictional element we're mm-hmm. dealing with here. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I I was like I cried throughout it. I was invested. It was cheesy, but sometimes that's the movie you're gonna watch. And I like didn't watch it thinking it would be something else. So yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up from Aaron. So interesting. I like Christianity is so ingrained that I can't imagine viewing it like outside and like viewing it as sci-fi. And I feel like that'd be an interesting way to watch that movie. Yeah. I feel like it's (laughs) in my mind. I was like, it's probably like a movie about like, if there was a movie about just, I don't know how hard, how hard it is for women. Sometimes I could see a guy being like, Oh yeah, man. I mean, I thought it was like really interesting to like see what you guys go through when you're like, you thought it was really interesting. <laughs> it was like really upsetting <laughs> yeah, to watch. It was a mirror. How fun for you. And it was <laughs> interesting. Glad you got to like take yeah. a little tourism trip through right. my life. Uh, yeah, Kevin. So what's your take? I did like eighth grade a lot. <laughs> I loved eighth grade. Best movie of the year, right? I don't believe in bests. Oh boy. <laughs> but it was really good. I will give it a I don't believe in bests. <laughs> but hashtag you be got best married. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, but except for men. Oh, one best. Yeah. <laughs> you don't believe in best except for men? <laughs> rate men. Rate men. Rating men is rate fine. <laughs> Put the hierarchy down. I feel down. objectified right now. I'm sorry. You're I'll... the worst. <laughs> I will give this a holy roast because as much as I love JG, as much as I love actually a lot of stuff in this movie and how it captured medical, like just bill paying, struggling to pay the bills always works. I feel like, like, oh shit, we have bills to pay. I loved how they, much they went into the financials, like line by line of like hot, thousand dollars both ways for boston yeah like here's our mortgage here's this and that if you haven't watched the movie yet guys there's a 15 minute montage where they just do spreadsheets and try to like do their taxes (laughs) for the next year it's really gripping oh i'm sorry to interrupt midway through your Mm -hmm. rating but we didn't talk about the heaven scene at all oh yeah the annihilation land she went to that's That's after we can talk about it after the rating okay after life can be discussed ah yes beautiful thank you for running the show oh (laughs) boy Uh, Holy Roast, it all felt hollow to me. I I didn't like the kind of like, and then ha, and then the having the cake and eating it too, and the tree is magic, but also everything is magic. So Holy Roast for me. So the afterlife. What else did we want to say about that? They showed heaven. Um, yes. That was so interesting. Oh, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. Maybe part of the Monet was like for I thought people, that was setting it up. Yeah, yeah, for people that don't think like she actually went to heaven it's just like showing this is how she, she got just, the image she just went into a painting <laughs> <laughs> yeah or like that's where she picked up some of her imagery yeah because i've heard people i was reading about 
they call them NDEs. There's a name, near-death experiences for these like people who go to heaven and see Jesus and see grandma and see all these things. And like, depending on the faith you're into, you see like a different God or different family and things like that. Well, so yeah. it's kind of like a dream in a way. Like yeah. it's what you think death is. Even as you're dying, you're like, well, the other movie that you guys be. were going to have me watch was the same idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Heaven and that is little for kid real. Goes to heaven. That had his, heaven, his heaven was like just clouds and blue sky. <laughs> Hers was like walking through a forest and then walking on clouds. A and little then what she dreams was in water. Come, yeah. Yeah. It was, but it also looked like terrifying because she was completely alone, just wandering around like in this forest. That girl was good. I thought I was she was like, a good Ugh. little actress. Like a she was. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, by the way, same producing team as Heaven Is For Real. I'm gonna watch Heaven Is For Real. <laughs> no joke, you sent it, and I was like, I can't wait to watch this. Heaven Is For Real. Is such a trip. I'll PayPal you the strange... extra six bucks yeah. to rent it. I didn't it. get the first PayPal. Are you sure you didn't you send it to me, Aaron? Well, okay, yeah, I'll confirm after. <laughs> I almost said all your info. Aaron? No, <laughs> no, and I did Venmo, and uh, I and could not cancel it. There. <laughs> Really? No. Because I like halfway, I got halfway through setting up a Venmo at one point and then it asks, it, it like makes you put your bank password in. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. But we've all done it. So it's scary. okay. I don't think it's good. <laughs> You're probably right. Like you'll be the only one that has money at the end of this decade. We'll find out in a well, couple Venmo years. Well, Venmo did get, a bunch of people on Venmo got hacked recently. So there was, was a lot like, of false transactions on Venmo. Oh, yeah. no. So hopefully it wasn't any of us. But listen, we're not the final word. You're the final word listener. Go to at Christian Funpon on Twitter. Give it a Holy Rose, Holy Toast, or a space between. Get out there and... Pokemon, go to the polls. Pokemon, go to the polls, please. All right, we did it. Heaven is... Not heaven is for real. Heaven Mir- is for real. Miracles is heaven is <laughs> for real. Miracles is for real. Miracles is heaven. For reals. It's <laughs> a miracle. God. Do you believe in miracles is for reals heaven? Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. oh, boy. Okay, let's bring it down. Smackies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spring down to space. The candles are lit. The band's still, the really cool band Third Day is still playing, but they're playing one of their slower songs on the stage right now. The lights are dipping down even lower. The sink is running in the other room. It's like a waterfall. Aaron, the way this works is we don't <laughs> plug ourselves or our own projects, we lift them up. As a spiritual offering. What about the game we're playing? Oh, we're not doing that. <laughs> this whole email really misled me. Much like your religion. Just that part. Come oh my on. goodness. <laughs> Aaron, you're a real uh, you're a real truth seeker. I like that about you. She's curious. No, this is seriously one of true. the things yeah, I appreciate like about nice. you. No, seriously. <laughs> your thoughtfulness and your kindness and your challenge. I've always wow, really that's appreciated. That's so nice. That's really nice. Because I did sit here for most of the podcast being like, I think I'm being mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we know you are friends. So we'll start with Caroline. What do you uh, want to lift up? Um, I want to lift up myself at... Uh, if you care to see me more, you can look at Caroline's Farts on see Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to lift up, I just finally watched Three Identical Strangers on the plane, Ooh. which you lifted up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But it was great. And it actually kind of pertained to our conversation a little bit of like, do we even get to choose the kind of person we are and making the same jokes and all this stuff? And that movie um, kind of talks about that problem a little bit. And it's really fascinating and um, 
uh, just a great film. Oh, yeah. Documentary. Go check it out. Three oh, actually, changes. you know, I'm going to recommend another documentary that I watched on the plane called Generation Wealth. It's about this photographer who's done, like, documentary-style photography for so long and just realized after a while that she had this theme of, like, wealth and what it means in America. Mm-hmm. And it um, it's a thinker. It'll make you think. So I recommend watching that. It's very watchable, too. It's not, like, a very dry documentary. Hell yeah. It's cool. Ahead. Yeah. We turn to Aaron. Hi. I'm Aaron Whitehead. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Aaron, hello. this is weird to maybe reveal at the end, but I just saw your Wild Horses show uh, with Kate Berlant a oh, week ago gosh. or a week or two ago. I love her. I was, we were dying. We were just having a great time. Oh, thank you. If you're it in the Los Angeles show. County area, please go see Wild Horses at Largo. Yeah, and thank you. Oh my God, that's so such a nice fun way to, to see that. Yeah. plug it so I don't have to. That's very yeah, nice mm-hmm. please go see a Wild Horses show. It's great. They're, Honestly, they're an amazing up, yeah. team. Giddy up on over. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. so nice. Um, then I don't even have to lift myself up. No, please do. Uh, you lift talk up your about Twitter. Your, do you oh, have any yeah, upcoming yeah. shows or anything you'd like to let people know about? Well, it's January. Let me see what I have on mm. the books. <laughs> uh, well, you, Wild Horses uh, is the first Saturday of every month at UCB. And um, I know we have a show somewhere else this month, but I don't remember the date. <laughs> Luckily, we have an Instagram at Wild Horses Show, so you can find all that out. Hell yeah. Um, and my Twitter is at Girl with a Tail, and my Instagram. Great follow. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> uh, no, who was I thinking of? Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. <laughs> I, was like, I said that, and I was like, yeah, that is not what mm. I meant. Yeah. <laughs> just sing Yentl? I was just thinking about her today because I was like, looking up, I was trying to look up a version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and like everybody has done it. I, I couldn't find the one I was looking for. But. <laughs> have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I'd like to lift up Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Check it out. Any Ooh, version. Good. Great song, especially now that it's January. Just needs it. <laughs> get back. Get back. We should have um, just talked about Christmas right now in January. It would have been. Everyone would. That's what everyone wants. No one wants it to be over. Well, I was. I feel like the window for like Christmas music listening and the when we're all thinking and talking about it is so short, and it gets short every year. And I feel like it's a race to like find new stuff and get new stuff. You feel like it, the Christmas season gets shorter every year. I do. Like I don't feel where it's like oh, we're playing it after Halloween. I don't feel that at all. I want it to start in August now. And, uh, yeah, I mean it's always playing in my head. I feel yes. like it's just more like in November I release them. I'm like, <laughs> sing. You can sing out loud now. No one will be mean to you. Fly I will me, like. Darlings. Probably every other day of the whole year, I'll yeah. like suddenly hear someone singing a Christmas carol out loud, and it's me. And I'll be like, ah, mm-hmm. get back in, get back in. <laughs> we can't do that out loud yet. Like, I, I forget. I'll be in the car, and it just comes out. Okay. Oh, yeah, lifting up. Okay. I'm reading, can we do books? Yes. yes. I'm reading such a good book right now. I'm not even done with it. I'm like three-fourths of the way through, but it's called The Psychopath Test by John Ronson. I love it oh, yeah. so much. So I started much. reading oh, yeah. that book one time. I love it. And I don't like true crime stuff. I don't even usually yeah. like nonfiction that much. Like, I like select ones, but I tend to be a fiction person. Yeah. His writing, there's something about him that's very disarming. Like, he he always sort of puts his own dumb human behavior in there in a way where I'm like, oh, man, I love that you just called yourself out. You know, like, mm-hmm. he'll sort of, he'll be talking about how he went to see the, some guy speak. And I'll be thinking, um... I'm kind of skeptical and he'll and he'll be like I was thinking I'm kind of skeptical of this guy and like but but he'll he'll do it in this like self-effacing way where you're like oh I was dumb to be skeptical oh. like what a what a jaded <laughs> thought I just had he and he like knew it and called his own thought out <laughs> and he's just very charming he's probably yeah. gonna he'll probably turn out to be a sociopath I haven't gotten to the end of the book yet um 
That's the twist. It's a fiction book? No, it's nonfiction. Oh, okay, okay. But he's like a re- he's like a journalist researcher, and, and this book just sort of like he I, did. So you've been publicly shamed, which is a book people have talked about. And I haven't read anything yeah. else. I'm so excited that I've like just discovered yeah. him because I really like his voice. Cool. He does fall into a hollow tree at the end of that book, unfortunately. But he dies. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> get better. But he's finished dies. by his wife. It's and the miracle of death. Yeah, that's a good ending. It's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> he was a sociopath. Death is so kind of a miracle, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I was. T- I, I. I'm so sorry. I did like a bad job of. Uh, I didn't remember to do this part of it. But um, I just recently saw the show Wanderlust on Netflix. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I've been watching. Tony Collette, that. love it. Tony Collette's great. Loved it, and I loved the show Sisters on Netflix. Too. Sisters, sisters. I don't, I don't know sisters. It's an Australian show. It's based on that. This was a real news story a while back, and I. I don't remember where it orgi- originated, but it was um a fertility doctor. Was it was found out that he'd been using his own sperm to impregnate <gasps> many, many, many women, and this show starts with that premise. Oh my god! It's, and it's a comedy, but it's really, yeah. it's really good. Um, <gasps> that's what I'll lift up for now. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. I will lift up two things on opposite ends of the spectrum. One is a podcast called Believed uh, by NPR and Minnesota Public Radio. Investigative journalism podcast about Larry Nasser, Dr. Larry Nasser, and all his horrific crimes. So it's another one of those, another one of the like really bad men do bad things, but told through a very interesting perspective of like how the parents believed, like why, why was this okay? Why did it happen for so long? Very well put together, very well done podcast. Very scary and disturbing in parts, but if you can handle it, listen to it. The other thing I'll lift up is The Intern, because that movie friggin' rocks. And no, I doesn't. watched it again last night. The and Intern it's with Robert De Niro, De Niro and, and Hathaway. Hathaway. I like that movie, too. I I, but it's not one of my favorite Nancy Myers. To me, it's like a sidestep over. I like it, but it's not... It's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's no, it's complicated, is what you're saying. Oh, it's no, it's complicated. <laughs> Caroline was perfecting her impression of Alec Baldwin while watching that movie, I recall. Okay. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> you know where that it's, noodle thing... <laughs> It would have that new thing. No, but I remember it just being like, <laughs> a, like lot a, of, a lot of bobbling and wobbling. <laughs> it, if you watch him, he's always <laughs> so kind of shaking when yeah. he says his he stuff. He does like especially a lot of this, like, like an yeah. old man Good God. head shake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. When he's defending himself or when he's making a joke. It's like a very yes. like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, but the intern's good. I forgot about that. It's a movie that answers the question: <laughs> What if Paddington was Robert De Niro as an old man? And uh, I like it a lot. And you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Leave us a review. We donate a dollar to charity. Uh, and this yeah. month's charity is going to be uh, a little bit inspired by our movie. It's going to be Saint Jude. Saint Jude. Um, they don't turn down families based on whether they can pay or not. They try to take everyone, and they're funded by individual donations. So give your give your own money to Saint Jude Hell too. Yeah. Help them out. Oh, great. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Oh, my God, you're welcome. What a great time. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for coming into this dangerous religious space. It was long overdue. You could tell I was terrified. It. I was very cagey at the beginning. <laughs> Were you? No, you weren't scared. I, I mean, I don't scared. think it's without no. reason. Like, there's yeah. a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I would never I we made you try feel to safe by the end. I was more yeah. scared of myself, I guess, than I was of wow. you guys. I was scared of what I would do. You're scared of your own power that you have over us. <laughs> no, I'm not a power over you. I was scared of what my insecurity around Christianity would make me do in a defensive lash out way. And I think we saw what it did. And I think it was entertaining. And it was good podcasting. 
Truth be told, I, I've said this about a lot of no, things, yeah. but I think conversations with Aaron years ago, you can draw a straight line to those and what the podcast is now. Yeah. Like a lot of the, the guests we have on are the similar. So thank you for those oh, conversations. Great, great. Multiple times I've seen Kevin like reenact the conversation playing both parts and he'll switch and, to Aaron. And I said, and I don't know. I have a different and perspective. switch to Aaron. And Aaron and was like, really <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah, and the voice sounds crazy. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's nothing left to say except for all of Pod's people said, Amen. Amen. Let's go out with a contemporary hit. I mean, this song I don't think is about medicine, is it? You and I collide? Um, yeah. What's it about? You know, it could be about parents and family. Sex, right? I would assume. If you're colliding? Yeah. That's what we I just call assume sex. Do you want to collide? Collisions. <laughs> just a, do you want to get in an accident Head today? on collisions. Uh-oh, I'm going to get a DUI. I want to give you a trauma you'll never forget. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. I sent Nate to the hospital one time. Ew. Up in you. Oh, hey, y'all, it's me, my grand. Wow. Okay, that was fun. Great movie, great guest. Oh, good times all around. Kevin seemed to really have fun in that episode, too. He seemed very confident and very secure. Those are like the two words I would use to describe Kevin T. Porter more than anything else. Confident and secure more than anything. Well, next week on GCF, we're... Or there, who's we, you know, I try to include myself, they don't let me, but, you know, next week on GCF, Kevin and Caroline are continuing the hunt for the best Christian song of all time, y'all, no homework, oh, school's out, no homework, happy new year, y'all, woo, okay, Amy, Moon Grant, over and out. That was a HeadGum Podcast.